This is John Bailey, the epic voice of Honest Trailers, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. It's a fangirls podcast with five-ish people. The tangents and squee will continue. Squee. We continue all the way to episode 342 of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. Time, space, reality. It's more than a linear path, it's a prism of endless possibility where a single choice can branch out into infinite realities, creating alternate worlds from the ones you know. I am the Watcher. I am your guide through these vast new realities. Follow me and ponder the question. What if? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five Ish Fan Podcast. So glad you joined us. Let's start off like we're at a virtual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel. This is a table for two. <laughs> yeah, yes. Unfortunately, it is uh, the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we shall endure. Yes. So, as far as we know, this is not the start of a Nexus event. So It better not be the start of a Nexus event. Yes. <laughs> Just a case of the Mondays, am I right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh my. Well, first mm-hmm. up news, uh, which is one whole piece of news. Uh, rather exciting though, is mm-hmm. Doctor Who is coming back on a Halloween. Woohoo! I'm surprised the internet didn't get as more broken as it did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was really funny because the day before the announcement came out, almost every official Doctor Who social media account disappeared. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't like when Facebook and like Instagram disappeared for like half a day the week before. <laughs> right. This was just Doctor Who, Doctor's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Like, there was the Doctor Who BBC America Twitter, I think, that stayed. Right, uh, yeah. But pretty much every official Doctor Who social media account just disappeared from existence. And, and I'm over here like, well, I guess that's... Panic. that's that's well, I didn't really panic because it was just Doctor Who, so I'm like... They're planning something and they're trying right. to keep something from leaking or something. So yeah. uh, we're getting kind of a rebrand. The logo, mm-hmm. I think, has changed just a little bit. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, it was all up the next day uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> with images and a little teaser on YouTube 
Um, so I Sorry, guess Sean, no Easter Sunday, but Easter yeah, Saturday, but... Hall- Halloween Saturday, <laughs> Easter Easter Halloween, <laughs> yeah, Easter Ween, Easter Ween. There. <laughs> yeah. There's candy involved either way. So exactly, and hopefully yeah. it's more treats than tricks. <laughs> yes, well, we can hope so. <laughs> Yeah, we we don't really know a whole lot other no, than we just don't. the if apparently if you're in the UK, there was a phone number you can call. Ah. And there's a recorded message from the doctor. Ooh. But it's a UK phone number. So Right. Um, Do I want to run up my phone bill or no? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> well and, and well and somebody posted it and Oh, they did then, cool. Yeah, um, in a one of the Facebook groups I'm in, but unfortunately I can't remember which group it is and who I it was. I think I might. That I they, think I'm one that of they the called two, but I can't and recorded remember. it and posted it so that those of us outside the UK could hear it. But I didn't get a chance to click on it and actually hear it at the time. Me either. And when I went back, I'm like, I don't remember which group this was in. And of course, silly me. <laughs> Because some of those, I try to remember to click, you know, save link to watch for yes. later. Or yeah. I try to like it so I can go back in my, under the settings. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. here's the post you've liked so you can mm-hmm. find it. Did I do that? No. Yeah, me neither. So, yeah. I might just have to do some Googling or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure more than one person has posted it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm in too many fan groups. <laughs> Me too. <sighs> and of course, so. it's usually always the last one you look for. It's like, oh, no, yeah. they wouldn't have posted this. Yeah, they were the ones. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I guess we could I, don't, I guess we can assume that this is the start of the season. I would think. They haven't actually said season because they've actually given it a name. So I don't know if this is going to be like an overarching like, you know, story arc throughout the season. This whole flux thing. Right. It's possible. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we're just, we'll find out on Halloween. We'll find out in 20 days. As we're yep. recording this, <laughs> I can't. We'll find out slightly under three weeks. <laughs> yes, let the countdown begin. And supposedly, yeah. somebody had on uh, one of the Facebook groups I had seen, they had done some digging in schedules, and it sounds mm-hmm. like BBC America is going to do their typical marathon. <laughs> nice. So I was like, "Ooh, so caught up. Re- refresh yes, yourself, please." Yes. What Jody's been up to. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So I did like in the little thing though with the doctor where she's like, the flux is coming. Ew. Apparently, whatever this is, is bringing in like all sorts of things that, you know, it is kind of like the is Stonehenge all over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the Panopticon. Yes. <laughs> Uh, or but, did the doctor get a hold of another doctor's uh, flux capacitor and uh, um, yeah yeah I don't know but we we at least from what she said we know for sure we're getting Santarans 
mm-hmm. which we've not seen the Santarans in a while. So no, that will be exciting. Mm-hmm. And the Weeping Angels. Oh boy. Mm. So we've not seen the Weeping Angels in quite a while either. No, so. we haven't, because I think the last time we saw them was right around the time Amy and Rory went <laughs> back in time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So well, I don't think we've seen the Santarin since we've only had them what once. David Denham was the doctor. That was uh. But I think we, I mean, of course we had Strax, but I think it was, uh. Well, um, Strax is his four, own thing. Right. <laughs> I think it was season four, right before the doctor's daughter with Atmos. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Was, that was during mm-hmm. David Tennant's run. Yep. Yeah. So that's cool. Mm hmm. Get to see some, see some baddies that we haven't seen in a while. Mm hmm. I'm here for it. Yep. Yeah. Just remember, don't blink and aim for the back of the neck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that could be interesting. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for the news. Okay. Um, so, got some feedback from Shalane. Oh, thank you, Shalane. Uh, yes. Talking about Disney World. Um, she says Disney World is a great place to go. <laughs> yes, it is. She went uh, <laughs> back in 2016. Um, so um, she, got, she said she got to do a backstage tour and saw where they keep the floats and the costumes. Cool. So that is very cool. Um. Oh, what else? Uh, I clean off my glasses. Um, <laughs> she says I went on the great movie ride, and the sad is not there anymore. Me too. I like the great movie ride. It was fun. It was cheesy as hell, but I loved it. <laughs> um, she has a friend that she went to college with who has worked there. She wants to go back. Don't we all? Uh, mm-hmm. See the world of Pandora, which is beautiful, and the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride, and Star Wars Land, and Toy Story Land. Yeah, because I, the Star, both last time I was there, Pandora was the new thing. Mm-hmm. I heard so, Pandora is just plain awesome. Yeah, I mean it's absolutely gorgeous, and mm-hmm. the. Uh, attractions there i mean the 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 navi river ride is not a thrill ride by any means because you're trying to get a boat but the theme that goes into it is very very cool um excuse me bless you weather weather um (laughs) right there with you yeah and then the uh the flight of passage uh, where you get to simulate essentially riding uh, the thingies, the dragon thingies. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember what their names yeah. are right at the moment, yeah. but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so cool. Um, and I have not been back since. So, but yeah, like uh, Galaxy's Edge, um, 
was under construction last time I was there, but you really couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were just like, you know, construction walls, and you're like, Star Wars. <laughs> so, so yeah there's a whole lot there that's going to be new next time I finally get to go back um, and then she lists some of her favorite rides Splash Mountain, Great Movie Ride Small World, Tower Terror Jump Cruise, Rock Roller Coaster Pirates <laughs> I love Pirates mm-hmm. uh, Safari, Expedition Everest, Haunted Mansion Star Tours yep oh um, and then she also mentions that nope, lost that sneeze. Uh, <laughs> she also <laughs> says, I also heard at Hollywood Studios they used to have a big Mickey Sorcerer's hat. Yes, they did. It used to be when you entered the park and went straight ahead mm-hmm. to where the replica of Grauman's Chinese Theater is still technically is even though it's not the great movie right in that building anymore it's now mickey and minnie's runaway railway adventure thing um but yes for a while there there was a kind it wasn't like a stage because it wasn't like super high it was just like a concrete giant pad that was a couple of steps high mm-hmm. um and actually, there was a retail, like a small retail kiosk there where you could buy pins. Uh, mm-hmm. But they'd also use it for staging uh, for some things. But yes, it was a the, the hat from the Sorcerer's Apprentice from Fantasia that did the giant blue, you know, pointy hat, uh, wizard hat um, was the the bit of it. And yeah, it blocked <laughs> essentially the front of the Chinese theater facade. So if you wanted to get a shot of it, you aren't going to. Uh. <laughs> if you wanted like that nice, you know, shot down the main drag of the studios mm-hmm. with Grauman's Chinese theater there at the end. No, it wasn't <laughs> happening. No, it was there when I first went to the studios for the first time. So I didn't know any different until they finally took it away several years ago. Uh, I don't know what they did with it. I don't know. (laughs) Don't know, don't care. (laughs) It probably went in the same pile as the birthday cake castle decoration. (laughs) Like, this was a thing we tried. It didn't work. Let's not ever do this again. (laughs) So, yeah, there was, there was. A, a hat so ask me sometime I'll also tell you about the giant wand that was attached <laughs> to Spaceship Earth and Epcot but that's a story for another time yeah <laughs> a wand hmm. yes interesting Yeah. are we talking like blue fairy wand or are we talking like the yeah. wand used in Sorcerer's Apprentice <laughs> No, more like blue fairy wand. So, I'll take up pictures and I'll I'll show okay. them. <laughs> I'll post <laughs> them on good. Facebook so everyone can see. So um, and then she asked if we watched any of the buying the attraction stuff on Disney Plus. I haven't yet. I know. I haven't either. I should. 
part of me kind of doesn't want to because it'll make me even more homesick. Mm -hmm. Tear. Oh, I'll watch him eventually. Mm -hmm. Maybe when I'm close to actually having a trip and because then I can be more excited. Like, ooh, I can't Mm -hmm. wait to see that. Um, and then she, she suggests we should do uh, podcasts. <coughs> she doesn't say whether multiple or just one. I guess we could decide mm-hmm. what we should do. Uh, a podcast of the movies that are based on Disney attractions. Ooh. Um, and she mentions the Tower of Terror movie, which I've never seen. Apparently is <laughs> me and heights don't mix <laughs> yeah <laughs> um uh was it the tower terror i know there was a haunted mansion one mm-hmm. yeah that had eddie murphy in it yeah and then the tower of terror one I, did they actually ever make that one i'm not sure I thought was it might it the have been Tower of Terror, or was it, or were they going to make another Haunted Mansion one? I can't remember which of the attractions it was. One of the spooky they ones. They did a Muppets Haunted Mansion. That's just yes, I know that that just got released on Disney Plus, which I've not watched yet, but apparently it's actually supposed to be really good. That's what I've been hearing um, too. But Guillermo del Toro, for the longest time, has been trying to do either a Tower of Terror or Haunted Mansion movie, and just hasn't been able to get it off the ground. <laughs> So, which that might actually be frightening. There actually is a Tower of Terror movie, came out in '97. Okay, with Steve Gutenberg, a young Kristen Dunst, and Nia Peoples. Okay then. Like, well, they're not making any more Police Academy movies. What else can I do? Uh, so. Oh, it sounds like it was an eight. It was one of the wonderful world of Disney movies. Ah, uh, made for TV. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Disney making movies based on their attractions is kind of like just Hollywood in general trying to make movies based on video games. Looking at you, Super Mario Brothers. Uh huh. <laughs> So, yeah, it's hit and miss. Obviously, the mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I love hit. those. Yeah. Yes. Regardless of what you may think of how the franchise finished out. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed the Pirates movie. So. Mm-hmm. And when they cast Keith Richards uh, yeah. as one of the pirates, it was just like, oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, and then she mentions the Jump the Cruise movie because apparently it is really good. That's what I've heard too. It's actually same here, yeah. It's actually very good. So um, she says it's kind of like the Mummy and Indiana Jones. Ooh, uh, nice. Which, that's a good combination. So. Yes, it is. Yep. So yeah, I may have to do that at some point. So. Mm-hmm.
it's funny now because you know now they're making attractions based on movies mm-hmm. which is the way it's usually been uh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but not fairy tales you know like we're mm-hmm. not yeah they've done snow white and yeah pinocchio and alice in wonderland now we're getting guardians of the galaxy <laughs> as attractions so <laughs> yes please <laughs> Yes, please. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. So, well, speaking of Gardens of Galaxy and yes. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Nice little segue. Mm-hmm. On to this week's main topic, which is the first season, because we know we're already getting yes. the second one. Mm-hmm. And have already technically seen bits of this at least part of the second season because they used some and we'll get to that because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, I know there was one scene in particular that confused some people um, mm-hmm. so um, in the uh, the last episode yeah uh, but we'll get to that uh, but yeah <laughs> Marvel's What If mm-hmm. the animated anthology series that you know i was excited for i mean it's marvel i'm always Mm -hmm. gonna be excited oh Um, yeah and i knew of captain carter Mm -hmm. i've known about her since that comic was released because everybody's like oh my god look at peggy you know with the with the shield and the union jack and everything Mm -hmm. um and so i knew of that one but I didn't really know of any of the others. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, but I I understood kind of the premise, but seeing this actually come to fruition and actually watch these storylines um, was just, it's so cool, mm-hmm. especially because it's animated, so they can do all sorts of things. Yes. They don't relatively have inexpensively right they don't have a special effects budget to worry about like yeah they just gotta be able to draw it. to do this yeah yeah so it's it hates it's so it cool. stunts mm-hmm. it saves stuntmen. exactly and the fact that so much of the mcu cast came back yes that um, says a lot yeah says uh, a ton um, and the fact that they started this like two years ago, two or three years ago, this one they had like the initial kernel of the idea. Yeah, um, that sounds about rec- right. Yeah, and they recorded like they did all the voice recording and everything a couple of years ago. Um, so uh, we we're able to so we were able to get most everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some that didn't um, either because technically that person is done with Marvel, so their contract—they're right. done with their contract. Right. So there's no—they would have to renegotiate a new contract for them just to come back to do the voiceover that you're thinking, like Robert Downey Jr. You know, they've killed off yep. Tony Stark. Tony's done. So mm-hmm. RDJ's not coming back. Uh, Chris right. Evans, you know. Steve Rogers, he's done. He's not, you know, he's not going to yeah. come back. Um, 
Um, but most everybody else came back. If yeah. anyone else didn't do their own voice, it tended to be a scheduling issue. Like Tom Holland right. wasn't mm-hmm. able to do this because he was filming when they were when they were doing the recordings. He was filming Spider-Man: No Way Home, and then the was the, the Last of Us. So I think so. Yeah. That sounds uh, right. Film as well. So he was just way too busy to do it. Apparently, some of them, it was just dumb issues like uh, Batista. Agents. Yeah. Batista's agent never bothered to tell him that they were doing this. <sighs> Time for a new <laughs> so, agent. <yeah>. So, like, <laughs> last paycheck. Yeah. Uh, but pretty much everybody else came back, regardless of how much, how much involvement like their character actually had. Like, mm-hmm. did Jeff Goldblum really need to come back to be the Grandmaster for Party Thor? Not necessarily. Fairly he did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so we've got uh, nine episodes mm-hmm. in. Um, uh, our first season, starting with "What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger?" So this is fairly straight straightforward as far as mm-hmm. uh, the story is concerned. It's Captain America, yeah. first Avenger, but Steve, um, every everything with the the Watcher at the beginning, um, and the premise that he sets from the very start with this first episode is one single choice makes Mm -hmm. can make uh you know have a have a butterfly effect essentially in Mm -hmm. how things go forward in this case it's peggy deciding to stay down on the floor as they're getting ready to put steve in the pod Mm -hmm. as opposed to going up to the observation deck yep that's that was the essentially the nexus event uh, for this, mm-hmm. so when the uh, Hydra guy tries to blow up the lab and steal the serum, Steve ends up getting injured, is not able to go through the transformation. So Peggy does it in this place, mm-hmm. um, and essentially everything goes. They still follow a lot of the because the, the these episodes are like thirty minutes, uh, right. so they got to speed run through a lot of things. But if you've seen the MCU movies, you know anyway. So exactly. Um, but uh, so Peggy gets the shield, yeah, the the vibranium shield. She and Steve still flirt with each yep. other. Howard Stark is still. Uh, uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> still his smiling, arrogant no, yeah. you know <laughs> you're forgiven you know the, the the handsome debonair you know typical howard stark you know yes ready to you know teach junior all the moves <laughs> yes yeah uh so um but uh in this case steve is still scrawny but what they do is they actually do get their hands on the Tesseract after mm-hmm. Red Skull gets it. They manage to get it from him. And uh, Howard is able to make a big old suit. Kind of looks like the Hulkbuster. <laughs> yeah, it does. 
Uh, the, the hydras, yeah, the Hydra Stomper. So Steve's able to essentially do what uh, Bruce had to do in, in in Infinity War, since he didn't have the ability to be the Hulk. Give him a big old suit instead, and he can just mm-hmm. punch people with the big old metal fists. <laughs> so, um, but Steve is the one that ends up getting lost on the train instead of Bucky. Uh, uh, they they put that little uh, line in there when Peggy saves Bucky from almost falling off the, the train. He's like, oh, you almost ripped off my arm. Mm-hmm. It's like, I got that reference. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, so um, so Schmidt ends up using the the Tesseract as a portal opener to summon essentially an actual Hydra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except this doesn't have multiple heads, but it has a lot of tentacles. Yeah, it um, does. And of course, you know, being the bad guy, it goes badly for him. But someone uh-huh. has to stop it. Someone has to close the portal and stop the monster. So Peggy is the one doing her equivalent of putting it in the ice. Uh-huh. promising Steve that they will go on their date Saturday night um, and then 70 years later she pops out the other end of the portal mm-hmm. right where Loki would in our timeline for the start of the first Avengers movie mm-hmm. so, to a very surprised Nick Fury and Clint yeah <laughs> uh-huh uh, so that was pretty straightforward, um, mm-hmm. but it is it is uh, it's still really cool. Um, lots of nods and winks to not just Captain America, but the Avengers and mm-hmm. uh, all sorts of uh, other Easter eggs and everything. So, um, so but then episode number two. Try not to get emotional. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Again, what uh, if T'Challa became Star Lord? Oh, this this one I've had a quite I have I've had a few favorites, and this one kind of ranks up there. Oh yeah, in yeah, favorite this episodes. Is, yeah, this is easily. Oh my goodness, this is definitely top three. Yes, of the, of the nine for me. So, mm-hmm. uh, but oh my goodness, this is just, you know, uh, well, first of all, it's it's Chadwick. They yes. they did this before Chadwick passed. So, um, and apparently, when they when he found out about it, Chadwick was just so excited to be able to do this. Uh, so he was like, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but this, the the story is essentially instead of Yondu being the one to go pick up Ego's kid from Earth, um, he, for some reason Kraglin and Taserface get sent on the, <laughs> on the mission instead. <laughs> Which, first yeah. of all, Yondu should have known better. 
Uh, yeah, those two, I uh, no one jump. Yeah. Uh, forget it. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, like the goodness. blind leading the blind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which you know, uh, Michael Rooker back as yes. Yondu, Sean Gunn as as Craglin, Chris Sullivan as Taserface. Um, but you know, they're on Earth or Terran, as the Ravagers like to call it. And they know that Ego, as a celestial, his child is going to give off a reading that's not human. Mm -hmm. So they're looking for alien signatures, but (laughs) instead of going to Missouri, where they would have found Peter Quill, instead their equipment takes them to Wakanda. (laughs) <laughs> Which, yeah, they couldn't have known. I mean, th- no. nobody's supposed to know about vibranium and Wakanda. No. So, Mm-mm. yeah, I can't really blame them for that. Uh, no. But uh, a young T'Challa uh, comes across them. And as far as they're concerned, it's a, it's a young boy, earthling looking like. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it must be the right kid. Because as far as they're concerned, all Terrans look the same. <laughs> right, and they don't confirm with the Right, and and they and they don't bother to call and ask Yandu, "Hey, boss, this the kid?" Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but then Yandu is like, "Hey, kid, you want to go traveling the universe?" And T'Challa's like, "Absolutely!" And like, you know, as a young kid, he's like, "Oh, yeah, my parents are gonna miss me." <laughs> Yeah. So, so he takes off and becomes a member of the Ravagers, but he's, you know, he's still T'Challa. Yes. So this, you know, even even growing up with the Ravagers, T'Challa mm-hmm. still is like the like good guy. Uh huh. You know, sees the best in everybody. <laughs> Calm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Collected, yes, almost a consigliere yeah. to the <laughs> to, yeah. To these I guys. mean, like, like when he's going to get the um, you know, the the orb that that we know later has one mm-hmm. of the infinity stones in it, and um, you know, uh, what's his name, Korath, uh, mm-hmm. you know, shows up and. You know, instead of like who with Peter Quill, he's like, you know, Star Lord, man, legendary. Alan. This guy knows who T'Challa is and just mm-hmm. fanboys out <sighs> and ends up taking him with him and giving him the job. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then they like go to this bar yep. and hanging out with, you know, all sorts of just random mm-hmm. people from all over the place. So, like, Drax. Yep. Is yep. the bartender mm-hmm. and um, Marvel's mm. version of the Star Wars cantina? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, uh, Nebula, mm-hmm. who has long blonde hair, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Thanos. Yes, is just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Hasn't bothered to look for the Infinity Stones nope. because T'Challa. Talked yep. him out of committing you like universe wide genocide. genocide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like just by talking to him. Metal. Yes. 
just like, it's 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 Black Panther's quote, get that man his shield, give uh, that man his award. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Appar- apparently all we uh, needed was T'Challa to sit down with Thanos and have it out with him. You know, have, yep. a, have just a calm, rational discussion. <laughs> and that's all we needed. We could have mm-hmm. saved ourselves. I don't think Doctor Strange saw that. No. Uh-uh. Don't think so. Yeah, I think we were far beyond that for that to be one of the fourteen million six hundred five possibilities. Yeah. Well, and then we're not sure if Strange was saying those possibilities and doing a little Obi Wan Kenobi from a certain point of view. Yeah, like, that too. Do we really want to tell them about this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe when Thanos landed in Wakanda, if he hadn't landed in the middle of the forest. True. Yeah. Right where, you know, Vision and Wanda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, he landed in the middle of the battlefield where T'Challa would have seen him, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, uh, so, yeah, instead of like Thanos or Ego or whoever being the bad guy, it's uh, the collector. Is is our is our bad guy, which all sorts of you know being at nowhere, where you know the collector <clears throat> has his prizes locked up, uh, um, is you know just ripe for all sorts of Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we've got uh, Thor's hammer. Captain America's shield, all sorts of things from phase one and phase two. Um, the collector ends up trying to use Hela's crown thing mm-hmm. as a weapon. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Howard the Duck is there, of course. Yes. <laughs> as always. Again, this is not going to be the last time we see Howard. Uh, <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, there's this whole, like, this is there supposed to be like this whole heist, like Ocean's Eleven type thing? Yeah. There's a double cross. Mm-hmm. But then there's a triple cross with Nebula. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. <clears throat> and then they come across one of the ships from Wakanda, which. Uh, reminds T'Challa, oh yeah, he used to be from Earth. Uh, mm-hmm. He had a family, so uh, he ends up going back to Wakanda so he can be reunited with his parents. And yes. and Nebula's nickname for T'Challa I, oh, was cute. I can't remember what it was at the moment. Yeah, right now. I don't either. Um, but uh, yeah. And then we see Ego. Mm-hmm going to pick up his son who is much older now and working at Dairy Queen. <laughs> yep. In misery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
So, uh, but yeah, oh, that, that 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 entire episode is just. I was smiling the entire time mm-hmm. yes. until the end mm-hmm. when they had the little thing on the screen. It's like, you know, in remembrance of our friend, you know, Chadwick Boseman. And yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, now he's gone. Of course, I didn't know at the time that he that he would actually be popping up in three more episodes. So this actually was not the yeah. last time we'd be hearing Chadwick's voice. I, I thought, thought that was it. A one and done. So yeah, I'm like mourning, you know, <laughs> like trying to, you know, have my moments. <laughs> and then like, it's like, and then he popped up again. I was like, oh, he's still around. <laughs> uh-huh. So. Oh my goodness. Uh, then things get a little darker mm-hmm. with uh, episode three. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes, aka if Fury's big week went really, really badly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. AKA the revenge of <laughs> Daddy Pim. Yes. Yeah, so if you if you're familiar enough with the Marvel timeline, um, ish, uh, as it's been mostly established, um, Fury's big week, and that's why they have the days of the week on there because this was actually a tie-in comic that was released back in 2012. The events of Iron Man two, Thor, and the Incredible Hulk are all taking place at the same time mm-hmm. in universe which is why in Iron Man 2 once Mr. Stark gets down from the donut um, <laughs> Fury is going off on Tony and he says I have enough problems in, over in the Southwest co- Quadrant that's the events of Thor is what he's talking uh-huh. about there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah uh, so this is Fury's big week gone very, very badly, where someone is managing to kill off the future, uh, you know, Avengers team before mm-hmm. the Battle of New York commences. Uh, so we get Tony Stark killed mm-hmm. for the first time this season uh this will not be the first this will not be the last time tony stark no he's he's starting to catch up with the winchester brothers yes or certain rory Um, yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. so uh, yeah tony stark gets killed when uh by no fault of her own we find out later but when natasha gives him the shot um when he's still dealing with the palladium poisoning Mm-hmm. Uh, to try to take the edge off. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then Thor gets killed seemingly by Clint uh, when Thor shows up to try to retrieve the hammer um, when Clint's arrow accidentally gets released. Um, but Clint claims he does, he didn't do it. And then Clint ends up dying while in custody. Um mm-hmm. So and unfortunately, a lot of eyes go towards Natasha, which why uh-huh. kill her best friend is yeah, yeah. You know, but 
of course, you know, Alexander Pierce, who's still in charge at this time, <clears throat> Hydra, uh, yeah. wants to blame somebody. Um, meanwhile, Nick Fury is like, yeah, I know better. I know you didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, he sends Natasha off to go and try and warn uh, Bruce Banner, where mm-hmm. we get essentially Bruce Banner and Betty Ross from The Incredible Hulk, but it's Mark Ruffalo, not the other guy. Yeah. So, uh, even though as far as the movies are concerned, Bruce Banner was played by somebody else, doesn't matter. As mm-hmm. far as EMCU is concerned, Bruce Banner is Mark Ruffalo. So, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. When he says in The Avengers, the last time I was in New York and broke Harlem, that's what he's talking about. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's Ruffalo. Uh, but that was pretty cool, though, to essentially go back to that. But it's like, yes, this is the Bruce Banner we should have had the entire time. Uh, <laughs> but he manages to get killed, which is supposed to be seemingly impossible. Right. Um, so, um, so, yeah, we're losing Avengers left and right. And then Loki shows up because the crown prince of Asgard his mm-hmm. brother, is dead. Um, and uh, Natasha ends up getting killed right yeah. before, right, right after she figures out who it is and gets a message off to Nick Fury. And with Loki's help, they manage to corner Hank Pym who is looks like he is one more sleepless night away from just completely combusting uh-huh. <laughs> he's just he's not in a good place <laughs> no. him, so. because hope died it's, a, it's, right. it's, it's, it's inferred that she was the engineer on the miss on the mission to the Ukraine that Natasha went on, where Natasha got shot by the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so yeah, Hope has been killed, and of course, Hank doesn't know that his wife may still be alive, trapped in the quantum realm. So he's just a grieving father who's just gone. Woohoo! Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, so, but they're they're able to apprehend him. He gets taken off to, I guess, be tried by Asgard, which I'm sure will not go well for killing, you know, Thor. Um, so, but then Loki is all like, "Oh, all your heroes are dead. I'm gonna take over Earth now. <laughs> no need for a Battle of New York or anything. Like, yeah, you don't have any heroes. So, yeah, I'm just gonna take over Earth now." Thanks, Hank. Yeah. <laughs> Checks in the mail. He saw an opening and he just went with it, which I mean, is so mm-hmm. Loki. That yeah. is such a Loki move. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He sees an opportunity and he just hit, sees the brass ring and he is just grabbing for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, Fury's still got a few more cards in his back pocket, like a certain, mm-hmm. a certain frozen captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's who needs to be thawed out, um, yep. and also that uh, intergalactic pager that he's been yes. holding on to for the last twenty years, ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So, 
Uh, he's not completely without help, which is nope. good. Uh, so, um, so I mean, this was dark, but at the same time, I was also loving this because mm-hmm. <gasps> Clark Gregg's back is Coulson. Coulson, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and oh man, the man's password. They <laughs> were so happy. Every time he popped up on the screen, I was just like, oh, I missed you so much. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with Terry and your yep. shield people, and he's sniffing Thor's dead body, talking about how it smells like lilacs. Yeah. <laughs> and his password includes the 4th of July, which is Steve Rogers' birthday. Uh-huh. <laughs> <sighs> uh-huh. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. this is dark, but also at the same time, I was like, Colson, 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 Colson. So, yeah. <laughs> all that darkness kind of lowered when you saw the Colson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but then, you know, if that wasn't dark enough, then we go really dark. This is the darkest. Yes. Of the series, but this is also one of my absolute favorites mm-hmm. as well. So it's between this and the then the T'Challa Star Lord mm-hmm. are up there for me. I, I would it ask me and then you know like ask me again tomorrow and it, it they may reverse. So mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Uh, so what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Yep, and this kind of is the turning point and the whole setup pretty much for the rest of the other episodes. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so when Doctor Strange has his car accident, in this case... The Nexus event is that when he invites Christine Palmer to go with him, she agrees to go and she dies Mm -hmm. in the wreck instead of Strange just getting injured and losing the function of his hands. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but yeah, this, uh, uh, this, this was dark. (laughs) That's yeah. the only way to put it. It's just, uh, you know, Dark, yeah, the, yeah. Doctor Strange, the, you know, he still becomes, uh, you know, master of the mystic arts, mm-hmm. um, and discovers the Eye of Agamotto and uses it for exactly the thing that both the Ancient One and Wong mm-hmm. told him to absolutely not do because messing with yes. time can mess with the with the fabric again. Wong is the unsung hero yes. here. So, because we get essentially two two stories, but they're in the same timeline because the, the mm-hmm. ancient one um, is able to figure out how to split Strange into two separate entities mm-hmm. still existing in the same timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she's drawing her all of her power from the dark dimension, so she's got that kind of power. Right. Um, so, you know, the more sane Doctor Strange listens mm-hmm. to Wong, yeah. and 
you know, he has like his one night out of the year where he grieves, you know, the anniversary of Christine's death mm-hmm. and grieves and then moves on with his life being a master yep. of the Mystic Arts. But mm-hmm. uh, evil, I don't say evil, it's not really evil. He's just not mentally healthy, you know. No. He's, he's suffering from, you know, extreme grief and PTSD, I'm sure, right, too. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. yeah. So, yeah, I, most people have been uh, have been dubbing the, the, the dark version uh, as Strange Supreme. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, yeah, so Strange Supreme ends up using the Eye of Agamotto going back in time to the Lost Library of Cagliostro, where he meets Cagliostro um, and uses the books to learn how he can gain the power to stop Christine from dying because mm-hmm. he had been trying to do it and was doing time, you know, different alternate timelines, and in every single one, the universe would find a way to kill her. His, Right. You know, a different doctor, fixed point in time. Um, right. Yes. And basically, Strange is doing an Anakin minus a certain senator, emperor, who's like, oh yeah, there's a way to prevent them from dying. <laughs> in this case, it is unnatural. Yeah. <laughs> very, very unnatural. So. Mm-hmm. so he ends up having to. Uh, spend centuries absorbing the powers of various magical beings from all over the universe. Yeah, and some of them were not that nice looking. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, it was like some of them, like the way, like, like and he has to work his way up. Like he starts uh-huh. with like the biggest one and realizes he can't do it. He's like, okay, obviously, and these are small. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like when you first start working out, like start with the three pound dumbbells. Right. And work your way up to like the hundred pounds, you know, dumbbells. Yeah. So he starts with like a garden gnome. Yeah. <laughs> like something out of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Magical garden gnome. It yeah. works his way up actually to the same Hydra monster that Peggy Cardell will end up defeating in the 1940s. Because at this point, Strange has gone hundreds of years in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and he doesn't destroy that monster. He just steals some of its tentacles, which is all he needs. Uh, so the the creature's able to survive long enough to get to 1940, where it pops out, thanks to Red Skull, and then gets mm-hmm. defeated by Peggy Peggy Carter, Captain Carter. Um, but yeah, so it, it ends up that you know, Strange Supreme and our Stephen Strange, you know, Doctor Strange, end up having to face each other. Mm-hmm. Or Stephen Strange doesn't win. No, he doesn't. Good Stephen doesn't win. No. He loses. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he ends up bringing Christine back in the paradox as it uh-huh. literally destroying that universe. Uh-huh. And Christine's not too thrilled with this whole thing either. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you go from being dead to not dead and it turns out that your boyfriend has all of a sudden you know, become a magician and and doesn't look like himself anymore. He's got no, like 
tentacles and multiple eyeballs and all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but, uh, yeah, so the universe ends up getting destroyed, but, uh, you know, so Strange Supreme is able to preserve just a tiny bit of it for him to live with himself and what he's done for all of eternity. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the watcher is, you know, looking over his shoulder going, sorry, dude, can't help mm -hmm. you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's probably Even though he asked for help. <laughs> yeah. And he's probably starting to think, should I have let this happen? Yes. Yeah. This is the first time that somebody acknowledges the watcher, recognizes that the watcher is there, and acknowledges his existence, and makes the watcher second guess maybe some of his life choices. Mm hmm. Like, yes, I know I promised to be hands off, but um, maybe I should have stepped in and said, don't do it. Mm hmm. It's too late now. That yeah. universe is bye-bye. Uh-huh. The train has left the station and you can't call it back. Mm -hmm. Those horses have got out of the barn and there ain't, ain't nothing happening to bring those babies back. So. Mm -mm. Not uh, enough hay in the world. <laughs> yep. But keep that in mind because like Holly insinuated it does this is where things take a turn towards the the uh where this particular season is headed so these things will come back to be important but first episode five what if zombies <laughs> this out of all of them was the so off the rails to watch. yes this one kind of like you and the spiders I'm not that big of a fan of zombies. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, one it, was is, a bit it is of a homework one for me. <laughs> it is very. I watched it though. Gross, but mm -hmm. not in not too terribly gross. It, it just so happens that the guy that wrote the what it, the zombie comics is the same guy that would go on to create The Walking Dead. So, <laughs> ah, so that makes sense. I've seen like two episodes of The Walking Dead, so I'm just like. That explains why it had some. I was like, this almost seems like it could be an episode yeah, of The Walking Dead. So there's some Dead. physical similarities that could be why. Uh huh. Um, although the zombies' overall function is different. Mm -hmm. Um. So, but yeah. Um. In this case, Hank Pym doesn't lose hope, so doesn't go crazy. Ends up going. Essentially, this is the events of. Ant-Man and the Wasp and mm -hmm. the start of Infinity War. Yes. Where um, uh, Bruce Banner gets sent uh, from the Asgardian ship back to Earth, falls through the, the roof of the, the sanctum, you know, moaning and groaning about how Thanos is coming, Thanos is coming. Mm -hmm. But there's no Doctor Stranger Wong to greet him. Uh, you know, and Wong complaining about how he'd really like tuna melt. Um, so Bruce, you know, ends up 
exiting the sanctum onto the New York street Mm -hmm. and is greeted by uh, the, you know, Thanos's minions, Call Obsidian and Ebony Maw. Mm -hmm. But uh, Bruce is saved by Tony Stark and Doctor Strange and Wong. Yep. Which he thinks is awesome at first. We get that line that we get from later in actual Infinity War. Like, oh, you guys are so screwed now. Uh, mm-hmm. But in this case, Bruce realizes really quickly that actually he's the one that's screwed because his friends yeah. are zombies. And mm-hmm. these guys have just been turned into zombies. Yep. Um, so, but he ends up getting saved by Hope and the Cloak of Levitation. <laughs> and Peter Parker. Thank heaven. Thank heaven for Cloak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cloaky, Levy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it tends to get to refer to as Levy in fan fiction. That's that's the name <laughs> that most of fan fiction writers have gone with. Levitation, Levy. I um, like it. Yeah. I'll buy it for uh, a dollar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Bruce finds out that. Uh, Hank Pym had figured out how to get to the quantum realm to save uh, his wife, but unfortunately, Janet had been infected with a virus that turned her into a zombie, so she was patient zero. Um, And so she ends up infecting Hank. They return from the quantum realm. Scott and Hope both get attacked, but Hope gets away. Scott does not. Um, and within 24 hours, most of the United States has is, is been changed. The Avengers respond, um, but they end up getting infected them all, themselves. So, uh, so there's a small group of survivors that Bruce is now part of. Includes Bucky, Okoye, Sharon Carter, Happy Hoke. Yep. Well, I love Happy, Happy and the- yeah, I love him in this episode. I've got single life saving myself for Thor. Yeah. <laughs> and Kurt. <Yep. laughs> it was. <laughs> uh, I guess we can assume Lu- Luis and the, the van got converted uh, into zombies at some point. Uh, yeah. But Kurt is okay. Uh, he's fine. Uh, so. Uh, they end up realizing that there is a possible cure based on the signal that they've picked up coming from Camp Lehigh, which is the camp in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, where which started it all. Well, yeah. Um, but that's also the, the, the uh, camp that is where... Um, that's where Steve and yep. Natasha go in Winter Soldier, right? Where they discover yep. Zola and, and Hydra. Yeah. Yes. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, so they have to get there, um, but are attacked on the way by more zombies, including zombie Clint, zombie Sam, zombie uh-huh. Steve, yep. uh, who end up killing Happy and Sharon, uh, but not before Happy tries to kill, get some shots off with one of Tony's gauntlets going, blam, blam! Right, yes. <laughs> I love Natasha's comment about the blam, blam. Yeah. 
Uh, Hope ends up getting infected, but before she turns, she's able to help the others get to the camp where they meet Vision, who, of course, it cannot be turned into a zombie because he's not human. Um, and the Mind Stone, in theory, can reverse the virus's effects, but um, turns out that Vision has no desire to actually help anybody. He just needs more food for zombie Wanda! Because, mm-hmm. you know, if, Black, if uh, Scarlet Witch wasn't powerful enough, zombie Scarlet Witch. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> because they, the, the zombies, in, in, as far as the, it, you know, in this universe are concerned, they don't walk really fast, they can't nope. speak, but... If they had superpowers, they still have those powers, which means uh-huh. zombie Wanda still has her Scarlet Witch powers. Yeah, and don't tick her off. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, and even, yeah, and even if they're not superpowered, if they were really skilled at something, mm-hmm. like Clint with his bow and arrows, still really good at it, even as a zombie. Yep. So, um... The it, it it's really that um the yeah vision really just needs more food for Wanda because he's slowly been feeding her pieces of T'Challa. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was like yay or Chadwick oh he's missing a leg. Okay. <laughs> so this is kind of the opposite spectrum of WandaVision where Wanda's doing everything in her power to remember Vision. Vision's doing everything in his power to keep Wanda alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Vision, yeah, yeah, he ends up seeing the the error of his ways and sacrifices himself so that they can take the Mind Stone to try and use it to save the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, you know, Okoye is like, well, we can go to Wakanda because Wakanda, as far as she knows, has not been infected because Wakanda's been really good about keeping themselves shut off from the outward, outside mm-hmm. world, not realizing that zombie Thanos yeah. is waiting for them with an almost complete set of Infinity Stones on his Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, that was just like, say what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't so. like this. Yeah. So we've had Tony start killed by Hank Pym. We've had Tony start killed because he turned into a zombie. Now we're going to yep. have what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark and eventually kills him? Uh, <sighs> where instead of getting blown up and being captured by the Ten Rings in Afghanistan, Tony gets saved by Eric Killmonger Stevens. Mm-hmm. And Killmonger becomes his new best friend. Yeah, instead of Rhodey. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Oh. Um, and I yeah, love so- too how, much, how you know, you're a few minutes in and then during the press conference, Killmonger just like, 
Uh, yeah. Um, Obadiah, you want to explain why you set out a hitch on uh, Tony here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Which I did okay. enjoy that. <laughs> I, I did too. I'm just like, okay, I'm liking you. But I knew the other foot, you know, the other shoe was going to drop. I'm just like, okay, how soon? How quick? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, Killmonger, like, does everything to get on Tony's good side and make oh, yeah. him love him, you know, exposing mm-hmm. Obadiah's stain. Yep. Um, he, he can do no wrong in Tony's eyes. Yeah. He ends up offering... Happy, yeah. their their danger meter is just hitting the red. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The entire time, they're like, "Uh, Tony, you sure about this?" Mm-hmm. It's like Tony found himself a son. He he never knew he <laughs> yeah needed wanted. or wanted. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just really Killmonger in this is doing really what he did in Black Panther. He oh, yeah. is playing the long game. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so getting the drones that are essentially this is the drones that Justin Hammer has, ends up having built by Vanko mm-hmm. uh, in Iron Man 2, but in this case is Killmonger's design and using the ring that Killmonger has from his father that's made out of vibranium as the power source. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but they end up needing more vibranium, so that ends up include, you know, bringing in Ulysses Claw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness, Andy Circus is so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, in the, the process of that, the, the, the transaction goes wrong. T'Challa shows up, ends up getting killed. Uh-huh. Along um, with Rhodey. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So, and then uh, Tony figures out that Killmonger was the one to do everything so he ends up killing Tony R.A.P. Tony for the third time in this series yeah um, <laughs> uh, so he ends up he, Killmonger essentially gets it to make Wakanda think that Tony Stark was going to use the drones to invade Wakanda right yeah um and but since he was the one that helped design the drones he's able to manipulate them turning off and on mm-hmm. um but then the wakandan army ends up defeating the drones and because t'challa is dead right killmonger gets to become the new Black Panther. Yeah. so but he doesn't know that Shuri smells a rat and yep. ends up hooking up with Pepper yes. <laughs> at the end. Yes, this is like I wanted. I wanted episode two: Shuri and Pepper plotting their yeah how they're <laughs> gonna how they're gonna fix this. Yes, for 
Killmonger's downfall. Maybe yeah. season two. <laughs> I'm hoping. Yeah. If they go that way. Yeah. Maybe. Um. So, uh, and then we get probably one of my other favorite episodes. <laughs> Even though it takes a hard left turn at the end. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but up until that point, uh, this this episode is just so fun. What if mm-hmm. Thor were an only child? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh boy. Where instead of adopting baby Loki as mm-hmm. his own, Odin takes him back. Yes. Cross Giants. There you go. <laughs> so Thor ends up not having a little brother to teach him how to be a, de- a somewhat decent human being mm-hmm. uh, so that when Odin goes into Odin's sleep uh, like he does in the first first movie um, it, Thor <laughs> uh, who's supposed to be studying yeah. to help him get ready to become king of Asgard uh, while his mom uh, goes off to visit her sister, um, he decides to go to Midgard, aka Earth, and throw a big old rager all around <laughs> the globe. <laughs> yeah, to paraphrase that, he's throwing an intergalactic kicker. <laughs> yes. It's just, it's just nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still get Jane Foster. Mm-hmm. And Darcy, who mm-hmm. I love. Because yes. uh, when Thor lands, he lands in Las Vegas. So kind of still the Southwest quadrant yeah. that Nick Fury was you know, complaining about. Mm-hmm. Um, and just it, it just spreads out from Las Vegas to yeah. just... And like everybody from all of his friends. So mm-hmm. like you've got Lady Sif... Yep. And, you know, uh, Hogan and Fandral uh, you know, yep. show up. And um, uh, Loki, who has grown up as a frost giant, but he and Thor have known each other still and, and are BFFs. really good friends. <laughs> yeah. They're BFFs. So, like, Loki shows up and, like, with like I said, group, yeah, yeah um, with... Um, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, Korg, <laughs> so Taika Waititi, uh, yeah. uh, shows up, like I said, Jeff Goldblum, he didn't need to come back to be the Grandmaster, no, but, but he, he did. did. You get, mm-hmm. a, if you listen carefully, you get a little bit of the Grandmaster's music from Thor Ragnarok, yep. the mm-hmm. soundtrack, you hear it in it, it's very distinct. Yep. Um, meanwhile, uh, uh, Jane is like, you know, We've got contact with someone from another world, and this whole thing is crazy. She's mm. trying to contact Shield to let them know, and at first they're like, "Yeah, you're nuts. Don't call this number mm-hmm. ever again." Right. Uh, but then it turns out that actually there are people at Shield that believe her. So we get Nick Fury again, Maria Hill, Clark Gregg, Colson mm-hmm. again, yep. <laughs> uh, Brock Rumlow, uh, mm. you know, um, and. Fury ends up calling in Captain Marvel, Carol, mm-hmm. yep. uh, to Carol try and has, try and stop. 
and Carol has to go and make a trip to visit Mama. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Take, when when she realizes that just it. trying. Yeah. When she realizes that um, that uh, just trying to beat the crap out of Thor is not going to work. Yeah. And to just literally knock some sense into him mm-hmm. um, isn't going to happen. Um, she realizes the the one thing that will get through to him is if uh is if she comes to his mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey Frigga Hate to say it, but your boy's done messed up. And you would have thought that somebody would have taught Thor the number one rule when you're in Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. You don't blab. Yeah. Problem is, is what happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. It ends up going to Australia. Yeah, I mean, he and he and Carol's fight mm-hmm. ends up literally crossing oceans, and they end up circumnavigating the entire Earth mm-hmm. just by hitting each other yeah. as hard as they can. He ends uh-huh. up knocking over Stonehenge. Yep. <laughs> that happy rolling. Oh, oh my goodness. So yeah, so she goes to tell on him to his mom, and he realizes that his mom is coming, and he's trying to get everybody to help him clean up the mess. And at first they're not going to, and then he's like, "My mom is coming." And they're like, "Oh, Frigga! Oh, yeah, no, we need to clean this up." Uh, yeah, everybody is afraid of Frigga, not just not just Thor. No. At but least they, they don't say, see you later, dude. I was like, oh, yeah, she's coming. We'll clean up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they had a minute before she arrives on the Biofrost. They managed to clean up everything. So when she shows up, it looks like a scene from The King and I <laughs> with everybody sitting down looking at a chalkboard while Thor is pointing out things. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like, see, we're having a a, a cultural uh, learn, you know, uh, multi multicultural learning uh, uh-huh. study session. You know? mm-hmm. like, you're so full of crap. Yeah, Thor. Yeah, if you think your mom's gonna buy that, you just roll snake eyes. Yeah. So. I mean, it wasn't all bad, you know. Darcy oh. and uh, Howard the Duck got married. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Oh boy. I can't. Mrs. the yeah. Duck. <laughs> yep, Mrs. the Duck. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Oh. So, so it's like up to that point, it's like, oh, you know, this is just really fun. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Some nice levity after all the seriousness, you know, with like Dark Doctor Strange and zombies. Mm-hmm. And everything. And then Ultron shows up with Vision's face mm-hmm. with all six Infinity Stones. And I was just like, what? words I can't say <laughs> on this show. Mm-hmm. You were channeling your inner Darcy. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. What the. It Shut was the front door. Yeah, every, we were all in the chat like, "What the what? Who's a yeah? Yeah. Who's a what's a who? That I did not sign up for this. Oh, you killed Tony Stark three times, right? And yeah. You've 
you know, yay, Coulson is back, which mm-hmm. is good. Uh, yeah. But then you've taken also Doctor Strange and turned him into dark side cycle. Yeah, strange. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's like, why, why, why? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but that sets us up for so. Yeah, I mean that sets us up for essentially the two parter. Uh-huh. That finishes us out, which is what if Ultron won? So the Nexus event is if in Age of Ultron, if Ultron had been successful in, uh, if if the oh, crap, what was it called? The Cradle had yeah. finished printing essentially Vision's body mm-hmm. before the Avengers got a chance to steal it. Right. And use the vision for themselves. Uh, so in this case, Ultron gets his body. Um, and um, uh, is extremely powerful to the mm. point where he manages to long- launch the nukes and kills pretty much Everybody on the planet except for Natasha and Clint. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, so they end up um, uh, end up uh, going to uh, what, the KGB archives? Yeah. Um, and uh, the entire time the Watcher is like like they're going through boxes and Clint is just like, oh, why are we doing this? You know, it's hopeless, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's Josh is like, we have to. Um, and Clint is like going through a box, literally. And you can see the like the manila folder that he needs to come across and pull out. And the watcher is like, come on, come on, come on. And then Clint would stop and the watcher would be like, mm-hmm. ah, I just stopped. Exactly. It's like, here, let me point that out to you. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I'm not supposed to interfere. Uh, mm-hmm. Thankfully, Natasha ends up finding it, and it's it's Zola. Uh, mm-hmm. So they end up convincing Zola I to. Thought we would have loved to see him again after. No what kidding. The war yeah. and Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it ends up using convincing Zola uh, to help them. Because he's the last existing copy of himself, so if he wants to continue to exist, he's got to help them. Um, and uh, in theory, if he can get connected to the hive mind that Ultron is using, he can go in and destroy it from the inside. Uh, problem is, at this point, Ultron has figured out that there is a multiverse. And once he goes to a different universe, SOL. Zola, can, yeah, Zola cannot connect because they have to be in the same universe. Um, in the meantime, you know, Ultron is all like, well, there's other there's other universes and they're not at peace either. Well, I must fix that and goes and destroys like every other place that we recognize from the MCU like Xandar and uh, Ego 
<laughs> Although I don't yeah. know if I really feel that sad. The ego got essentially eaten. Although if Mantis was living there, that would make me a little sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ego being taken out. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Mantis, yeah. the other, on the other hand, uh-uh. Yeah, he ends up taking out like Asgard and Sakaar and the Sovereign and yeah, Ego and Xandar. Um, so... Um, and then we see some other universes, like the universe where Steve Rogers becomes president of the United States, which did happen mm-hmm. back in 1981 in the comics. Um, what's funny is in that comic run, he became president without actually being on the ballot. How'd that happen? All right. Right in votes. Yes. Okay. Right in votes. <laughs> so. Um, so, uh, but, uh, yeah, so Ultron is just like on a killing spree. And of course, the, the Watcher's like, I can't do anything. I'm not supposed to interfere. I took an oath. Um, and um, it's not until after it's just Natasha and their little virus of Zola in one of Clint's arrows because in a kind of bittersweet flop of Endgame Clint is the one to sacrifice himself this time Mm -hmm. to help you know save the universe essentially Um, so the, the Watcher is all like okay this is getting out of hand. Um, especially when Ultron actually comes after him. It's kind of the, the tipping point <laughs> where Ultron comes after him specifically and tries to beat the crap out of him. Um, and he manages, manages to escape to that tiny little universe that has just that tiny little scrap left where Dark Doctor Strange is living and asks him for his help. Which leads us to the final episode, What If the Watcher Broke His Oath? Mm-hmm. Not to interfere. So he, this is where we go back to a lot of these stories and he cherry picks uh, obviously Strange Supreme from that one, Captain Carter, uh, Star-Lord T'Challa, Party Thor, Killmonger, and Gamora who... Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually did not see because that episode ended up having to get pushed to season two because of the pandemic right. uh, issues with production. There was going to be an episode where Gamora teams up with Tony Stark and defeat Thanos, which Ooh. is why we see in this episode why Gamora is wearing Thanos' armor and why they're slowly lowering the infinity gauntlet into the melting pot and to uh-huh. destroy it uh, is because in their in their timeline Thanos has been defeated um, now supposedly we will get that episode in season two looking forward whether to it. we whether we need to you know depending on I guess if they're going to continue with this, everything is going to lead up to a, cu- a cumulative thing at the end of the season, or if they will be truly anthologies where each one is separate. Um, I guess we'll see. So that's up to them to figure out. That's why they paid them the big money. Uh, I want to see the episode, though. 
put it on for yeah. extras and that. Yeah, it's the one episode where Tony Stark does not die, yeah. uh, as far as we know. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't die in this one, so we can only assume that he doesn't die in the uh, in the actual episode whenever we get it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, and they end up teaming up with the lone Natasha with you know, with Zola with her Zola virus. Um, and, uh, they do their best to try to stop Ultron, because <laughs> what they, what they think they need to do is get, uh, like the soul stone from him and destroy it, and that'll take care of it, but then they realize, unfortunately, that the weapon that Gamora had that can destroy Infinity Stones only will destroy the Infinity Stones from her universe. As we learned in Loki, once an Infinity Stone leaves its universe, its specific universe, then it's kind of useless. Paperweight? (laughs) Yeah, to a point. Somehow the ones that Ultron has on him still work though but he's he's an anomaly so i just kind of hand wave that like Mm -hmm. he's a special case um so like they end up they they try to do everything they can including uh dr strange ends up pulling the zombies from the zombie universe in hoping that zombie wanda will slow him down and (laughs) I was hoping. Which you would think, you would you think would Ultron, work. that Ultron running around with Vision's face would be enough to set her off. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> but yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they end up have they end up successfully uploading Zola into. Yeah. Uh, Zola is able to to wipe Ultron and take over his body, but then Killmonger ends up stealing the Infinity Stones for himself um, <sighs> and tries to convince the others that they can use them to fix their own respective universes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all like, well, as tempting as that is, no, we're not going to do that because we know that's not the right thing to do. Um, so uh, Strange and the Watcher end up putting Killmonger and Zola into a perpetual battle against each other in their own little pocket universe, which is inside the little pocket universe that Strange Supreme is existing in. So, uh, and now he's in charge of watching them and making sure that they don't get out. Um, Meanwhile, everybody else gets sent back to their own universes right where they left, um, except for Natasha, because one, she refuses to go back because there's really nobody there for her. Because um, literally, she's the last person on Earth. <laughs> on that Earth, what like, what would she do? Right. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Watcher ends up sending her to the universe where Hank Pym had killed the respective Avengers. Uh, essentially smack dab into the Battle of New York. Uh, so we still, in that universe, they still get the Battle of New York against Loki. It's just with Captain America, Steve Rogers, and Captain Marvel 
and you know whoever else is not dead in right. that universe so but their natasha is dead so she comes in and replaces them and nick fairy's like you're not my natasha but i have a feeling you'll uh, fit in really well and then we get a post credit scene where um uh captain carter um is led by natasha because essentially captain carter at the beginning is there she and natasha are going through the same opening scenes from captain america winter soldier where they're going to the the ship to you know stop the bad guys um but in this case on that ship is the hydra stomper and presumably steve is inside so right so yeah so they still kind of left us a little hanging there yep um but like i said we're they've already told us we're getting a season two which is because I want I want to see how this wraps up. Yeah. Well, and hopefully we'll get you know some more stories. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, the the one of the script writers, like the showrunner, or the, the head script writer, or whatever, I was reading, um, she kept writing like plot lines, uh-huh. and they'd be like, uh, like at one point she'd written like a Guardians of the Galaxy episode. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, took it to the people in charge and were like, what do you think of this? And they're like, yeah, essentially you have like half of the plot of Guardians 3. Uh-oh. So that's not gonna work. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. And then another okay. word is like, well, what if Jane uh-huh. uh, you know, gets the, you know, doing the, the Lady Thor thing? And they're like, yeah, no, we're already going to do that in the next Thor movie because it hadn't been announced yet. Uh, so she she kept coming up and she's like, you know, coming up or, or you know, pulling things from the comics that hadn't been done yet. And like, how about this? And I'm like, yeah, we're already planning to do that elsewhere. So, uh, <laughs> oh, but either way, I just I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I so I mean, you know, now it's just pick one, put it on, and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although now it's like now we don't have any more Chadwick. No. That's like the bittersweet is like yeah. you know th- there's so much potential for story. You know, and let the actors have really fun, you know, mm-hmm. you know just hog wild with their characters. Um, but yeah, this is it. This is it for Chadwick, you know, unless unless they've got just unused recordings somewhere. Who knows? That they, could they, some, they could somehow make, you know, make it make sense. But it's mm-hmm. stuff that he actually recorded for specific episodes. This is it. So. Right. But yeah, so now we have to wait for Hawkeye. That should be fun. Yep. But uh, in the meantime, if any of our listeners want to share their thoughts on what if, 
Yeah, if you're familiar enough with the comics, either the What If series or just anything in the comics uh, that you think would make a good episode, you know, let us know uh, so we can maybe check those out uh, and read them. So uh, that would be cool. Um, and uh, yeah, kind of weird to not have anything to watch. This is weird. This is a weird limbo where we've still got several weeks until Eternals, and then we still have several weeks after that before Hawkeye starts. So, right. really odd. You <laughs> didn't have that much of a wait between one Marvel project and another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Not that I mind a whole lot because I do have other things I need to watch. Mm-hmm. So. It's not like I'm going to be sitting around going, oh, what shall I watch? I've got plenty on the list. So, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, so comments, all those fun things, feel free to hit us up. You can connect with us on all sorts of ways via our website, which is the5ishfangirls.com. Um, you can email, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the things are there for us to connect with you. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, uh, yeah, it sounds like Holly's microphone may be giving out again. Uh, so... Okay. You got a little buzz going there. Okay, I plugged back in and I haven't muted or unmuted for the whole thing, so I guess yeah. it's, it's time to wrap up. Yes. <laughs> Probably. So that better? Oh. I did quit the plug in and plug out. So. Yes. So good. But yeah, we should probably still take that as a sign too. Yes. Sign <laughs> off for this week. Yes. This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Viva Las Vegas! You have been listening to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Five-ish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash Five-ish Fangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening and may the squee be with you.